Smith behind one to Thurston. Dummy comes back off the left foot and Thurston is over. So here is Farrow rolling it in. Oh, it's been knocked on. This will be a try for Josh Rowan. Smith fires it away. Thurston goes out. Here's Greg Inglis looking for 17 and he gets it. The game's five days away. We're all pumped up after that. What about the intro? It's the Big League Magazine State of Origin 1 preview brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Remember, if you have a legal issue to tackle, give them a call, 1-800-555-777. That's Slater and Gordon. We've got uh, Dylan Walker, Cameron Smith, and Mark Spud Carroll coming up in this podcast. But first of all, you're going to hear from Maria Cialis, the editor of Big League Magazine, Pam Whaley, senior writer with the magazine, and Bowie Phillips, Genuine hanger-on here at Big League, <laughs> a.k.a. the sales manager. Welcome, everyone, to the preview. How are you doing? Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. That's good. Okay, just to introduce ourselves to the listeners, Maria, 25 words or less. Uh, describe yourself, please. Sure. Uh, Belmore, born and bred. Mm-hmm. Uh, extremely unnecessarily angry about everything and a Simpsons fan. I can definitely vouch for the angry about everything in the office, Jimmy. It's mostly just you. I... Sure. <laughs> this could be for interesting podcasting. Uh, yes. uh, Pam? All right. I'm just your average great chick from Wagga Wagga. Just loving the rugby league, living the dream. Living the dream. There you go. Well done. Uh, okay. 25 words or less. As I way. said, Jimmy, I... Uh... <laughs> Yes, I, I do sign off the invoices. So Take your time, Bowie. <laughs> Entertain us. That's it? That's it, mate. That, that wasn't well, 25 words. Uh, look, look. Just... All right, you, you took the less option. I think we appreciate that. Sometimes less is more. Should have prepared better. <laughs> All right, let's start, uh, start talking about these teams that have been selected for uh, this game on Wednesday night. We know that Channel 9 allows to kick off around about 8 o'clock. Uh, Wednesday night. What are we expecting from the New South Wales and the Queensland side? Maria, any surprises for you from New South Wales' point of view? I guess the one everyone's been talking about has been Dylan Walker um, as the utility on the bench. Um, Yes, very interested to see how that plays out. Um, I remember Josh Reynolds a few years ago was the utility off the bench and got zero minutes the first game. And um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they inject him. Yeah. To me, I looked at it, I heard about it, and I thought, why? I cannot understand. Laurie Daly's come out and said, you know, it's my selection. Uh, this is the way I wanted to go. I, I still don't see how Dylan Walker, and I know I want to support New South Wales, Dylan Walker can do a better job for New South Wales than uh, Jack Bird, for, for instance, Pam. But- yeah, well, that's exactly right. Like, uh, we've only seen Dylan Walker play a number, you know, a very few positions kind of in the back line as well. So you would think that someone like Jack Bird who could come on and, you know, play in the second row, he could possibly play lock in the centres, fullback, mm. blah, blah, blah. He just seems like a more useful utility. But let's let's not forget, look, Dylan was picked uh, in the extended squad last year. Yep. Um, look, I've, I've had a lot to do with Keith. I've been watching him since 15 years of age. I've had the opportunity to coach him. The kid is a prodigy. Like, I think he is going to be a long-term New South Wales player. So if there is a time for him to, to be in a squad, I think, you know, this is the time. I mean, we we can talk about Jack Birds and we can talk about, you know, endless utility players in the end, but this kid is going to be one of the best New South Wales players. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm not saying – what I am saying is he's not in that good a form. And that's sometimes a function of the He's team been playing at 5'8". Yeah, five yeah. Eight. And what you're asked to do for the team. And 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 the other thing about him is that, you know, I don't think he serves that utility purpose. All right, what about some of the other new guys? I The one I am most excited about, I'm disappointed Bryce Cartwright's not there, but one I'm mm-hmm. most excited about is Matt Mullen at fullback. I think he offers something to New South Wales that they haven't had in a fullback for a long time. 
I'm really interested to see how he goes. I was rooting for Lachlan Coote. So although I guess it's much of a muchness at the end of the day, they're sort of same build, um, sort of same skills. Um, so I really want to see what he does. Mm. Do you need a bigger fullback in State of Origin? This is the thing. I reckon we will not see a lot of Matt Moylan returning kicks. We will see a lot of Blake Ferguson and Josh Mansour Mm -hmm. returning kicks. Mm -hmm. And Matt Moylan will play as a floating 5'8 type where he comes around, runs that arc and and can deliver uh, some ball playing on the edge. Not that you get a lot of that at State of Origin level. And that's why Hayne was purpose-built for State of Origin because he was a ball-running fullback, big body, returned the football and then didn't so much ball play, although he could do that at Parramatta, but he... He was ball runner even in the attacking part of the field as well. Because we do see a lot these days, Jimmy, where the attacking team kicks will be put in the air. Very much gridiron like. Get some hang time. Yep. Get everyone down pretty much on their doorstep the second they catch the ball. Um, and and hence why, you know, is he big enough, Marlon? Well, we'll I guess we'll find out. So. Yeah, I don't think there's – well, you know, recent in recent history, there's been a lot of big fullbacks, but I think – you know, through over history, there really hasn't been. So I think he's going to be fine. He's he's a tough player. He he plays tough every True. single week. So I think he's going to be fine. Toughness wise, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right at Queensland. Apparently, there's another side playing in this uh, competition as <laughs> well. Yeah, I know, I know. They're, apparently, they're called Queensland. Um, <laughs> they've got two new players, Justin O'Neill and, and Corey Oates, and you could almost throw Dane Gagai in there because he's playing in a new position um, to what he plays at club level, usually a centre or a fullback. What are we, what are our thoughts on the new guys from Queensland? It, uh, sorry, I was just going to say it really actually is a frightening combination, I think, to replace Darius Boyd with Corey Oates and then have Corey Oates and Greg Inglis, you know, potentially on the on the same mm-hmm. edge there. That's what I mean. In theory, they sh- they both play left-hand side. So, But on the other side, you've got Justin O'Neill and Gay Guy. So you've got two, I guess, debutants in a way mm-hmm. on, that, uh, on that one side. Now, whether that's a weakness for that New South Wales might have a look at, I don't, I'm not sure, but... Uh... I reckon left-hand side is going to be devastating. Corey Oates has got one of the great gigs in rugby league. Oh, what do you do? I play left uh, wing outside Greg Inglis. Greg Inglis, yeah. Well, Darius Boyd made a, <laughs> made a career out of it for a long time. Absolutely. So, um, so there's, there's the other option. A Queensland too old. You've got Cooper Cronk. He's 32. Jonathan Thurston's 33. Cameron Smith's 32. Corey Parker's 34. Are we getting too old? Are we trying to find something that's not there? Well, they keep saying it, but we've yeah. yet to see. Uh, we've yet to see those aged legs. Yeah, those age legs were mostly all of those were in the grand final last year as well. So, <laughs> what are you saying? They're the best players in the game. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, they're the players that are there. What about the players who aren't there? Do you think there's anyone that's been unlucky, Maria? I I feel for Josh Morris a little bit. Um, especially he's done such a good job defending Glenn, uh, Greg Inglis over the past few yeah, years. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, I put Bo Scott in my team because I just think um, he's insane and I love him. And um, I'm <laughs> just... <laughs> Good reason. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I hope he just sits on the sideline and death stares him the whole time like, should have put me in there. Um, so, I mean, everyone who's in... Uh, New South Wales is never short of back rowers, so it's understandable. But um, yeah, I think he's a bit unlucky to miss out. And I still... Um, I still love Luke Lewis, and I think he's been playing really well this year. So um, I'm surprised he's just sort of drifted away from calculations. For those guys to go in, people have to go out. Yeah. So now you have to nominate who goes out. Oh, I I think jo- Josh Jackson's a very good player, but I think also he's going to have a really long career. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I can see why he's useful because he can also slot into a few positions if needed. Hooker. Yeah. He can, he can play at hooker. Oh, to be honest, looking at Josh Jackson's form, I think he's lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think he's lucky, and I think it's a generational thing from a, a Bo Scott point of view. Pam, what about you? Uh, yeah, I was I was um, surprised that Bo Scott wasn't there. He was 
the first player that I thought would have been picked because he's been unreal this year. And he has. And he's been credited a lot with kind of how Parramatta has been playing as well, really tough and, and you know, really solid in defence as well. So, um, yeah, I thought he was really, really unlucky there. And I thought, yeah, he probably should have been there as head of Josh Jackson. Yeah, I agree. I agree with the guys too. Um, and if we look at probably sort of who's, who would miss out for me, probably Tama. I um, but I've been a bit critical in the past. I, I I don't know whether I expect too much of him. He's a big unit. He can do so much damage. But I I just think some state of origin games I've watched him and he just seems to go a little bit missing. And as a front rower in a state of origin, you you can't go missing. So look, I don't know whether I'm being too harsh or critical. I think but you're being pretty harsh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully we're going to get James Tamo in live. Yes. <laughs> Preview of the second game, which could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special the, guest host next week. Isn't he? Given the fact that Laurie Daly said he wants to stay with the side all the way through the series. Um, the beauty of Greg Bird is that he gives you an edge player as well as a middle player. Yeah. So he, And that's why you've got the three big guys on the bench in Tamo, Clemmer and Fafita. All middle forwards, but because Bird can then go to an edge and, and do a job for you there. Is Daly Cherry Evans ever going to play State of Origin again? Great question. Um, he's gone into camp today, I think, to train with Queensland. But if you've got to think, everyone who talks about the future of Queensland says Ben Hunt, Anthony Milford, Michael Morgan. Yes. So where does Daily Chair Evans fit into that? That's right. Yeah. That's right. It, luckily for Queensland, they don't have the uh, the headache of working out who do we leave out between yeah. Michael Morgan, yeah, exactly. Jonathan Thurston, Cooper Cronk, and Anthony Milford. Because Anthony Milford has lit up the competition yeah. Well, in the first 10 weeks, I thought he was quiet last week. But You'd um, love to be a selector, Queensland selector, wouldn't you? It'd uh, be a tough game. Imagine how easy that is. <laughs> well, they, they, they could do it from Fiji That's, somewhere, couldn't they? They could just sipping, we, sipping Mai Tais. I was going <laughs> to say, let's, let's meet at 6, and at 6.15 we'll, <laughs> we'll be at the Breakfast Creek Hotel, and you get the first uh, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is very easy um, in saying that. Uh, they, you know, players like Nate Miles, Aidan Guerra, I think their form going in has been below what it has been previously. So I actually think it's it's uh, um, a big test for Nate and for, for Aiden about uh, if they get beaten in the first game, you're going to have to think about looking at changes. And so depending on how they play, those guys might be in the crosshairs. Mm. Well, I feel for Enguera because he was kind of playing in the halves a little bit um, yes. during the start of the year. So I feel like he's had a bit of an up and down season because of that. He hasn't been settled in one position. He's kind of been learning on the go, basically. So he's just slotted back into the second row for the Roosters there. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel bad for him, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. So Pam Whaley, as senior writer of Big League Magazine, you get all these great gigs, uh, not just this podcast, but uh, <laughs> you actually get to go and interview some of the players. You did that uh, on Monday when the Blues assembled at the Star and you got a chance to catch up with Dylan Walker. Now, we've been slagging him off for the last three minutes, but... Um, you got a chance to speak to him. How was that? I did, yes. So as a responsible journo, I asked him a few questions because I knew he would be getting slagged off a little bit. But I asked him, yeah, how he kind of heard about it um, Yeah, when he got the phone call and this is what he had to say. Um, Loz called me up yesterday and um, I had my mum, my brother there, and Loz called me and I sort of back the news to them as soon as I got the phone call. And um, Yeah, I think mum was more excited than I was. Even though she's a Maroons fan. No, she, I told her if she's going to... Yeah. Support the Maroons still, I'll go, you won't get a ticket for the game. <laughs> oh, 
always adds a personal touch, doesn't it? When you hear that, uh, and this is what mum was doing, and this is what dad <laughs> and my brother and all that sort of thing, that's nice, isn't it? That's fair enough, too. She's got to she's support New South Wales. <laughs> she's not getting a ticket. Hey, I'd be the same. Everyone's getting a ticket in New South Wales. <laughs> get on the bandwagon, mum, or get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, okay, let's accept that he's there because he is going to be. He's apparently wearing jersey number 14, too, we found out from the New South Wales Rugby League, albeit uh, rather late, Maria, which right. is. Uh, deadline's great. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. Um, so when do you see him being used? You made a really good point. You know, we've had uh, through the course of history, we've had uh, Josh Reynolds, you mentioned. Uh, Ken McGuinness didn't get on in an Origin game. And Aaron Raper didn't get on in an Origin wow. game. So uh, I hate to say that it might uh, happen, but you get the feeling that depending on what the way the game is going, New South Wales don't use their 14th player. This is my thing. Um, I was actually complaining about it earlier. Um, We've suddenly decided that we need a utility player in New South Wales. And I think that's just because Queensland do. Um, At the end of the day, you want all your players to play 80 minutes. And in the starting lineup, a number of those players could fill in important positions if someone went down. So Mm. I often wonder whether four forwards on the bench, which we did in 2014 and one would be a better Oh, sorry, not we, which New South Wales did in 2014 <laughs> and one. No, you're allowed to have a bias here, <laughs> you're, you're, either, you're either born somewhere. Like, you know, you, you're allowed to have a bias. Are there any sorry. Queenslanders in the room? Spinach and rhubarb. No questions. All right. Okay. We better balance that up somehow. Uh, I know James, well, James Tamo's coming in next time. He's a good guy. Yeah, okay. Well, but look, uh, look, you know, we did see, we have seen games in previous years. I mean, the Morris boys, I think both of them were. Running either on one leg or at one arm, so True. You know, we. I'm not, I still think it's a good. Call. Do you pick a guy for cover yeah. for injury? I know you have got a bias because you know Dylan and and you understand that. And, and as I said, he's a fabulous player, yeah. but I don't think he's been playing that well. I just think, yeah, I think it's just been tough. He's been put in the five eight. Yep. And yep. look, you can take a specialist five eight. I mean, you can pick out a specialist five eight this year who probably hasn't been up to form, and they're a specialist five eight. Yep. He's just learning the ropes over there at Manly at five eight. Look. Probably sad to say he will get shifted out to centre. Um, it's probably an experiment that that's probably not going to go ahead. Um, but the kid can play anywhere, um, and will be given. Can he play dummy back. half? He can play dummy half. Can you play? I think I think I think he'd be a, a fantastic dummy half. Because I'm just looking at you. Look at it from an injury point of view. You'd like to go through. Okay, if Moylan gets injured, no problem. Dugan to the back and Ferguson, Jennings. You, you just run through and you start going. Okay, well, where could could he play on the wing? Yeah, he could play on the wing. Maloney at five eight. Yep, Reynolds. Well, that means Maloney's half and, and Walker's the other side, you know. So that covers that off. But you just say, okay, well, could he play at dummy half? If yep. if Robbie Farah got injured, well, Josh Jackson's Josh been the one. Yeah, well, Josh Jackson's dummy. been training there apparently this week as Is well. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's a natural one. So he does give you a lot of cover. Yeah. Um, I just wonder whether you're just covering for injury. Well, probably. I think that's smart. Like I, I agree you, with putting yeah. a utility on the bench. You yeah. have to. Yeah. Is Michael Morgan, is he covering for injury? See, I don't see him covering for injury. I see him being there as an impact player. Well, I think Dylan Walker can be an impact player as well. I think that just putting in putting a utility on the bench does give you that luxury so that if you do have an injury, yes, yeah, wait, you can shuffle things around a little bit. And, and obviously there's some players there, as we said before, that can slot into different roles. So Greg Bird can obviously play in the halves, as he likes to tell people he won a man of the match award there. Um, yeah, and then so, but if, if there's, you know, a... a a soft moment or, you know, things are getting a little bit tired there at the back end of the game, then maybe he can come in and have a bit of an impact. So I think it does give you just more options. So who, I mean, who yeah. would, who, do you, who do you think Morgan's coming on for? You know, second rower playing a, yeah. playing a bit wider? Yeah, yeah. potentially. Uh, even a, yeah, a middle forward 
yep. through the middle of the field there. Yep. You know, um, you could even get him in as a, a dummy half. Not that Cameron Smith will want to leave the field at any point. But, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he he could do that as well. So, Pam, mm-hmm. you sound like you know what you're talking about. Oh. Of, what are you doing <laughs> on this it. podcast? Seriously, <laughs> told you I should have stayed out this year. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we have spoken a lot about the New South Wales side. There are uh, two sides, as mentioned, uh, in this game, allegedly. Um, so we've got to talk a bit of Queensland. And, you know, they're, they're a team that you have to admire. And one of the guys that you admire most is their captain, Cameron Smith. He is going to break Darren Lockie's record for most origin games uh, next week, which is just incredible. Uh, let's have a listen to what his thoughts are uh, as he spoke to Ben Lonigan from Big League Magazine a little bit earlier in the week about retirement. Uh, there's no sort of planned amongst us to you know, stay together for for a set amount of years or you know games or anything like that. You know, it's just mm-hmm. we don't talk about that. Our, yep. our, our sort of our uh, mindset or our outlook on origin is, you know, just I know it's an old cliche, but we just we just approach every game one at a time, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, because we've seen you know, throughout our entire careers with with guys that are um, involved, you know, it, it could end. Um, through former injury quite quickly. Yeah. Um so it's never it's never we look, you know, maybe in three years we'll all we'll all step out of the, the rep arena or whatever else like that. You know, there's no sort mm-hmm. of thoughts on, on looking at the end. So you know, we just mm-hmm. we just enjoy being here right now and we've we've built something special and we want to continue that for as long as we can. It's crazy to even try and tell Cameron Smith that he needs to retire from anything. <laughs> um, he's still amazing. doesn't matter how old he is. Um, and he's going to be one of the guys who will probably pip New South Wales at the post. You know what the thing that gets me is when he comes off for an interview at halftime and he's not puffing. No, he's he does it easy, doesn't it? 40 minutes in the middle of the field and he, he might there might be a little bit of shortness of breath there, but yeah. he wouldn't blow out a candle. And and his analysis of the game when he's had his head in the game is just phenomenal. Yeah, look, he's got a couple of things going for him too. He hasn't had any real serious injuries. Touch wood. Touch wood. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. want to. I did We're that the first time last year. Um, but uh, yeah, but the other thing too is he has always been very outspoken about uh, how would you say the rescheduling of the state of origin because he has been speaking to big league for a long time. And one mm-hmm. of the things he did mm-hmm. say is that getting out of bed after a state of origin game is one of the hardest things you can ever do. He says, so I think for his career to keep going, I think if that is rescheduled and, you know, there aren't games in between, I think, you know, you will get that. So standalone weekends works for cameras. I'll tell you what, the Melbourne Storm would love it Mm. if he gave away (laughs) representative football because it clearly has an impact. There's going to come a time when the Melbourne Storm and indeed therefore Queensland will want to use Cameron Smith as, we'll use it for 50 minutes. You know, you go on, you play this 25 minutes, then you come back for the last 25 minutes, like they do with a lot of hookers. That's hard. Because yeah. who's the trainer that's going to run out and say, Cam, you've got to come off? <laughs> and you can imagine what the Australian well, normally you get the, to Normally that. you get the call, you go, look, he needs, a, he needs a break, but Cameron Smith isn't one of those players that ever looks like he needs one. <laughs> no, no. He's, if, any, if you submitted your ATO paperwork for him and he processed it for you, you'd go, great, my accountant's in full flight. <laughs> that's what he looks like. Uh, Slater and Gordon, uh, remember, if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give them a call, 1-800-555-777. You're listening to the Big League Magazine State of Origin 1 Preview. Well, one of the features of the Big League podcast uh, last year were uh, all the special guests that we've got. Uh, given the fact we're doing our Big League Magazine State of Origin 1 Preview, we thought we'd keep the big guests rolling, and they don't come much bigger than ex-New South Wales hard man Mark Spud Carroll. He's been good enough to join us online. Hello, Spud. 
afternoon. Uh, now, mate, uh, we're just days out from the game. Uh, origin time of the year, being a former player. What does it mean to you? Do you get that little bit of excitement in the nostrils? Oh, yeah, you miss, uh, you miss all the build-up. You know, the, the camps these days, they're, they're so long, the camps. You know, but our camps back then were a lot different. We didn't, we didn't uh, sort of train probably first for the first three days. Now they're, they're into it. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was all about the bonding, uh, you know, getting players together. And uh, that, that, in, you know, that took a little bit of drinking. And, uh, but we had plenty of uh, you know, fun times together. Hi, Spud. It's Maria. Um, we've spent about 20 minutes talking about Dylan Walker. <laughs> um, have you watched Manly much this year? And what do you think about his selection in the team? Well, it's congratulations to him now to, to grab a New South Wales jersey. But my my pick with uh, I would have gone with um, Luke Lewis from uh, Cronulla. I just think um, I don't know if someone's looked at his passport and said, "Oh, he's a bit of an old bloke. He's over thirty year old." He's been nailing it this year for Cronulla. That's one of the reasons why they're going so well. And he's an impact off the bench, and he's never let anyone down for New South Wales. He can play in that many positions. He started on the wing for New South Wales. He can play hooker. He can play up the second row. We don't need any more front rows. We've got four sitting in there. So, um, well, it'll be interesting to see what role he has in the game. Hey, Mark, it's Pam. I was just going to ask you, you had that famous rivalry with Paul Harrigan back right. in the day, and then um, I was watching a video earlier today, and then you were roommates in 95 or something like that. How did that go down? And are yeah. you guys friends now? Um, yeah, well, actually, we are friends now. Um, when it went down, I wasn't very happy about it because uh, you know, the, shame, the sort of share um, a room with a guy he didn't really like. But yeah, we'll we'll certainly be taking bullets for each other. And um, anyway, we lasted one game. I remember we said the uh, the, the manager back then, uh, Jeff Carr, telling me for this week. I don't know if it was a, uh, a publicity thing, but um, uh, this is part of rugby league, you know. But look, now that I speak to the chief. Um, it's, we've made sort of uh, um, history in some ways. People still talk about that collision in 1995. Um, mm. that's, pre- that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Spud Bowie here, mate. Look, um, we know the game has changed a lot, and especially in state of origin circles, um, I guess just in relation to probably, you know, the fierceness. I don't want to say, you know, we, we don't have any all-in brawls anymore. But, mate, from your point of view, do you think New South Wales forwards, do you think they, there's a bit of room for a bit of mongrel in them? Do you think... Do you think they've been missing that in the last couple of years? Do you think they really need to start getting emotional and uh, and really wearing their heart on their sleeve? Yeah, well, they always say they wear the heart on their sleeve, but um, now they're dictated by rules. Um, you know, when I was coming through and when James was coming through, you know, we had softening up periods. We'd have 10 minutes and it was, it was go for everything. So right. um, try and give as many penalties as you can, whereas these days the penalties, <laughs> is, the penalties are negative and aside, you can't afford to... Um, give any penalties away. So uh, the brutality's certainly gone out of the game, I, I feel. You know, they, they haven't seemed to get as, as deep and run on the ball like the way we used to. It's, um, and these days, man, they, they're three in a tackle. When we were playing, it was only two, in a, two men in a tackle. I, I really still think it's a better game. Yeah. What more do you want from Clemmer and Fafita? Fair <laughs> dickum, you blokes. Hard <laughs> well, please. I like Greg Bird. Yeah, Greg Bird. Greg Bird. Bit of stick, yeah. Greg. But uh, there's... Uh, you know. Hard on your sleeve. What more can Clemmer do? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I, I think um, oh, Bird, Bird had to be there, but mate, I would have put, I, would, I probably would have had Scott in there too. Like he, he'd bash his grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, allegedly, can we just say allegedly? 
Can you clarify that, Spud? <laughs> okay, he was allegedly <laughs> his grandmother. Okay, all right, all right. Thanks for that. Uh, we'll pass it on to Bo. Uh, more importantly, pass it on to Bo's grandmother. Uh, hey, Spud, you were one of those weirdos that played for Australia uh, long before you played for State of Origin. Uh, played for Australia in 1990 yeah. and then 95 before you played for Origin. What was that period like where you're an international player, but you, you hadn't yeah. reached what a lot of people de- describe as the pinnacle of rugby league? That's a good good call, James. I think um, yeah, I, I got selected to play for Australia in 1990. Um, yeah, as a kid, I always dreamed it out. You know, I've always wanted a pair of those blue shorts and socks, and uh, it took me a while to get them. Mate, there was a there was a pretty good side ahead of us in uh, in that period, but you just had to wait your turn. And then uh, it came about 1995. Um, yeah, you know, it's just you, know, you just got to take luck. You know, for me, me the, for me to play for Australia. Uh, before Origin, um, yeah, it's pretty special because not many guys have done that. Mm. Um, Spud, you talked about Luke Lewis and, and his passport. A lot of people have been talking about the Queensland um, forwards especially and how old they are. Um, what's your take on that? Do you think um, it's time for them to, to go? Oh, no, I just think, yeah, you know, they, they now talk about a young man's game. Mate, I, I think some of our senior guys this year have been outstanding. Yeah, you look at the... Cameron Smith, yeah, you know, they got the guy from, uh, you know, the guy with the grey hair who plays for the Broncos. Um, he, he's, <laughs> mate, James, he can, he can play, mate. Yeah, you know, I said, we're just talking about Luke Lewis. He can play the game. Yeah, you know, uh, Gallons, yeah, you know, he's, he's up in the high, high end of, uh, probably, yeah, also uh, just over 30 now. But, um, I, I, I just think, you know, Nate Miles, like, seriously, talk about Lordy. He, he hasn't been able to bruise a great bit playing for Manly, but he's now playing Origin. Bill Clanton, Nailer. Spud, my next question, mate, was, mate, hypothetical, you're running out front row, New South Wales on Wednesday night, you'd be licking your lips, wouldn't you? Because let's face it, Matt Scott and Nate Miles, they're pretty, they're pretty soft. Oh, I was, no, I was thinking, have you seen his head? Have you seen Nate Miles' head? Yes, we have. What's your point? He does a lot of... He does a lot of tackling with his head. Um, yeah, like I said, they're, they're a very well-rounded side, the uh, Queenslanders. But um, yeah, like kickoff always brings back great memories. Memories. Um, yeah, the goal is always to get to the 20-meter line, but um, you only, only probably only get to about the 10-meter line, and you're smashed by four blokes who weigh 100 kilos. So good luck. Yeah. Spud, I was just going to ask you, what's your favourite um, Origin moment? Um, probably 1999. Um, I, I went over to London Broncos in '98 um, to you know, further my career, so-called so further my career. I only lasted one year over there <laughs> in England, and I, and I came back to play for South Sydney in 1999. And I, I did set a goal to play for Origin. Now I always set goals every year, and um, it was just uh, one of those things. They, they lost the uh, first game. Um, I then dropped two blokes in the road. Of both brothers, the Lomax brothers, David Lomax and then John Lomax, and then. Next thing I'm playing Origin in front of 88,000 people out at um, ANZ or whatever the stadium's called now, the Cake Tin out of the Homebush. In trying conditions, it was absolutely pelting down. And um, that, was, that was a great memory. Was it when Jason Smith knocked you out? <laughs> no, he, he, he never met him out. He went high on the blind side, but he. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, but, then, but then again, but then again, James, you wouldn't know. Oh! Oh! Now listen, that's true. Um, you've had a go at Bo Scott's grandmother. You've had a go at Nate Miles. Now we're going to get you to have a go at this. Who wins? By how much? And who's man of the match? Oh well, okay. Well, I'm going to say New South Wales. Um, 
I'll, I'll say by four. Oh. I think it's... Uh, but then, mate, looking at the weather, Matt, James, looks like it's going to be raining unbelievably on the, on the state of origin. I believe we've had this weather of uh, unbelievable weather lately and it's going to be raining heavily, I reckon. Always the um, man, man of the match, forwards always win man of the matches. Um, I'll go... Uh, who do I go? I don't know. I'll go, I'll, I'll go Alan Woods. Aaron Woods, man of the match. Okay, one of your men up front. Uh, so New South Wales yeah. by four, and Aaron Woods is the man of the match. Spud, great to have you on the program, Origin legend, um, and we do appreciate it. Also, by the looks of it, uh, your long-range weather forecaster uh, in waiting. So uh, good, good stuff, mate. Enjoy the game. Slater and Gordon are sponsoring today's podcast. If you've got a legal issue, then you need to tackle it. Uh, 1-800-555-777, right? One of the, look, there's so many great matchups in this game, but we haven't talked a lot about Adam Reynolds up against Cooper Cronk. So you've got a guy who's played a heap of origin, 16 in total, with great experience, Cooper Cronk, up against the new boy, Adam Reynolds. How do you see it playing out, Maria? I think it'll be good to see um, Adam Reynolds' long kicking game in action. Mm. Um, I think that's a thing that Queensland have always had over us the past few years, um, Cronk can find yeah, grass and um, whoever's playing half for New South Wales can't. So um, it remains to be seen whether he can do it, but I, I, I'm interested to see it and I hope um, it goes okay. Yeah, look, I, there's been a lot talked about his kicking game, so obviously he's going to be an important part of the match. I'm Look, I'm excited to see how he, how he runs him around the park. Um, a lot of their success is going to be uh, based on how he handles that. Um, Look, we know the old story. You can't do anything unless your forwards are going forward. So if that's happening, it's going to be great to see how mm. Um, mm. Adam Reynolds and uh, and James Maloney work together with that. Um, I think one thing I, you will guarantee, and I think Queensland will jump on this, I think we're going to see a lot of their forwards really targeting our two halves, yes. Uh, yes. Reynolds and uh, and Maloney in, def- uh, in defence. Um, especially in the middle part of the field, I think you'll have your, you know the big guys working those uh, outside thirds, and especially on the, on when we're defending on the line, I think you really see you know your, your thigh days and your gillets, 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 really attacking uh, really attacking our halves. Look, Adam Reynolds is the smallest bloke on the field, mm. um, and Maloney, I think last year. Did have a lot of missed tackles to his quota. I think he was probably and up there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every, um, look, every, every year. look, they don't take a backward step, but I think it's more a size thing. So, we'll, yeah, I think that's what we'll see. Listen, Bowie, you've spoken a lot of sense today. What happened to the 2015 version of Bowie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I, hang on. We've still got fearless predictions I, to come. Yeah. So <laughs> we can live in hope. It's, it's Pam, only the first one. Uh, your thoughts on... The, you know, I reckon six weeks ago, I would have thought maybe Cooper Cronk's under pressure to retain his spot in the Queensland side. Subsequent to that, I think man of the match performances at Leichhardt Oval and uh, and back at home for him. And, and now he's going into this game, I reckon it's a perfect setup for Cooper Cronk. Yeah, well, I, he didn't start the season very well at all, but I was looking at some stats earlier. He's only ever lost something like four Origin games. Wow. So they mm. really struggle to win without him. He is the key to everything that they do. Um, I think we've seen that when DCE comes in to replace him as well. So mm. they kind of lose their way a little bit because he kind of steadies the ship like, Jonathan yeah. Thurston Jonathan floats a little bit and does yep. his thing, but um, Cooper Cronk just, yeah, just keeps it tight. The general. He's the perfect foil for yeah. Jonathan mm-hmm. Thurston. Definitely. Uh, and, and as funny as it sounds, even though Michael Morgan's a very different player to Cooper Cronk, he's, he's a, perfect a perfect foil, foil for, Thurston. for Jonathan yep. Thurston. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they've, they've got that working very well for them. All right. Okay. Here we go.
Time for these fearless predictions uh, about what's going to happen next Wednesday, around about 8 o'clock, come kick-off time. Start with the new uh, editor. Start with the editor, Maria. My fearless prediction is that John, Josh Mansell has a blinder and runs 200 metres. 200 metres? Yeah. Origin 200 debut. Meters. Origin debut. Wow. And most of them will be hit-ups. Yeah. That's that's coming that's out mm-hmm. of his... That's not bad. It's like funny. That. It's funny because winger winger debutants for New South Wales it, it can almost be career representative career suicide, can't it? So give us an EG, uh, Nathan Merritt. <laughs> 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 hey, there's a lot Aww. of them. There's a lot of them. Hasamel Masri, did Dave he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dave, uh, William. Dave Williams. Yeah. There's another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. No, that's a very good one. I like that. Two hundred meters. meters. Write that down, Pam. Um, I think there's been a bit of a trend lately with taking the two points. I think it's going to be decided by a penalty goal. Decided by a penalty goal. Yeah. Who's the brave referee that's going to put his uh, whistle mm. in his mouth for that one? Decided by two points or decided by a penalty goal? I think that there'll be a, a late Let's say goal. it'll be 8-6. And, yeah, the two points, the extra two points will be a penalty goal. Jared Sutton. There you go. That's my fearless prediction. Okay, mm-hmm. there you go. Not so fearless. Given that. Not very fearless. Let's get away with it, Pam. I First was going to go. I was going to go with DC. He doesn't play Origin again. But we have to. We already talked time. about that. <laughs> we have to wait a long time. Yeah, we're going to play it. Yeah. <laughs> we can't she's, decide that next Wednesday. She's sitting in Matt Logue's old seat, <laughs> so she's sitting on the fence. Again. It's not very fearless at all. Everything. I have his old job as well. Uh, I, well, jeez. I tell you what, it's <laughs> crucial. Get those knives out of his back. Wow. Wow. He got a promotion. Oh, oh, it's okay. good. It's his big league or Woman's Day magazine in here. He's like, oh, really? Can I distance myself from those remarks from the sales manager? Seriously. All right, you're going to go last now. My fearless prediction we will get a try assist out of Matt Moylan. Off the boot or a pass. All right. There will be a New South Wales try assist okay. for Matt Moylan. That's not very fearless Yes, it either. is. Yes, it That's is. That's what he does. You said the game was going to be 8-6, so only one try for New South Wales. What chance that comes off Matty Moylan? Fearless anyway. predict. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. This is so, fearless. No, oh, here we go. And I'll stand by my words. Dylan Walker will score a try. On wow! Look at that. He's backed him all day. <laughs> I'll back him in the end, and I'll tell you what, you'll be all, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be back here on uh, for our post wrap up game show. What, what are we doing? Um, it's, a, it's a review. review. Post game review. review. That's right. All right. I've got to stop drinking before. <laughs> uh, Pam, you wanted to say I think, something? Yeah, I think we should say that all of our predictions are around New South Wales, so perhaps that's just because we know what we can expect from Queensland. Is that why? They will oh, that's play a good well. Point. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, the Queensland, yeah, you know what you're yeah. going to get out of Queensland. There's and nothing there's the, fearless The about great it. unknowns yeah. uh, around New South Wales. So there you go. The fearless predictions. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Thanks very much to Dylan Walker being a part of the show. Cam Smith. <laughs> and I mean, literally, the whole show's been about the Dylan Walker. Um, Mark Spud Carroll as well. And thanks for listening. And you are listening to the Big League magazine, State of Origin 1 Preview, brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Remember, if you have a legal issue to tackle, one 800 Enjoy the big game. Smith behind one to Thurston. Dummy comes back off the left foot and Thurston is over. So here is Farrow rolling it in. Oh, it's been knocked on. This will be a try. Smith fires it away, Thurston goes out, here's Greg Inglis looking for 17 and he gets it.